one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi's Listers, isn't it, Michael? Absolutely, yeah. Levi'slisters.co.uk forward slash the square ball to get your 10% discount on your legal fees. Rob's here as well. Say the words. Will's probate conveyancing. Yeah. So they're back. Back. Yes. I knew the comeback. So you can awkwardly... You can't keep a good legal service down. You can awkwardly blather those three things out for another few weeks. Good. 15% off on the big three. Will's probate and conveyancing. Where, Michael? Phil? Correct. Where is Phil? He was he's away this week, I think. He's Unbelievable. back to record with us in a day or two. But um Makes you think, doesn't it? About what? Nothing happening. Phil nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read that on Waco that he'd gone on holiday because Leeds had told him we're not getting a manager. I know you just said Phil then in response to where can you get fifteen percent off? I feel like you probably need to narrow it down a little bit more. Tweet Phil, ask him, ask him for some discounts. <laughs> Have a look on the on the, the Phil Hay podcast. They're now in our feed, by the way, and you will uh, there you will find a 15% discount on the big three, 10% on all the other legal services. Wills, according to a recent survey, only what percentage of UK adults made a will? Mm, 40. No, lower. 20. Ooh. Yeah, I know you, you were in the right ballpark. Oh, there you go. It's, think Ross McCormack. 44. 44. Yes. That's what's that then? Fifty-six percent. Yeah. Of, quick, quick maths. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's the split of shares at Ellen Road, wasn't it? Until recent takeoff, which is still not done at the time of recording. We'll get onto that in a minute. Um, yeah, forty-four percent of UK adults have made a will. Get one made. Need one, don't you? Don't want your stuff going to the wrong people. Nope. Don't want it falling into your hands. Ten <laughs> percent <laughs> discount on your legal fees. Leviceslister.co.uk forward slash the square ball. That increases to 15% if you go check out the Phil Hay shows that we have on our feed. Yes, so we're here back talking about um, stuff, takeover. That's, stuff that's not happening. <laughs> the manager. We're, we're in two minds as to whether to bother doing anything to do today, weren't we? Like, there's nothing really to talk about. So we're still, at the time of recording, one o'clock on Wednesday, still awaiting EFL approval. approval. Um, great bunch of lads. They always were. They always did us a lot of favours, didn't they? Is it right that if we'd have stayed up, this would have all been sorted by now? Like, I think Premier League would have had it all fine. Yeah, I think they'd already approved it, maybe. Can uh, they just pass on the stuff? Yeah, you'd think so. It's just a stamp, isn't it, I guess? Because actually, the the EFL AGM, the annual general meeting, took place on the 8th, so it's 20 days ago now, and they made some rule changes about the owners and directors test. So they have, that has changed in the last three weeks, but it's only changed it to put it basically in line with the Premier League one. So if we've submitted to those guys, like you say, just... just Facts and the, the, the anti Leeds laws have just introduced them, I think. Yes, because we've returned to the. Mm. They didn't want to keep us down here forever, don't they? Slow, slow, slow. 
Uh, we don't have a manager yet, or we might have a manager in waiting, but it's all gone quiet on this one. It makes me think that this is all but done because essentially all the press guys have just gone quiet about this. There's nothing being said anymore. And it's now, the narrative is now, we're just waiting for EFL approval so we can announce the takeover. Presumably manager follows that. If that's the case, can't they just tell the journalist who it's going to be so they can tell us and everyone just chills out? Not when a contract's not signed, maybe, because the, the mm. manager might not sign the contract until the EFL's ratified the takeover because you're not actually under the EFL laws. You're not allowed to do anything that would suggest you are a, what they call a relevant person. I'm doing air quotes now, like a twat. A relevant person until such time as you have been given approval by the EFL. So you can't do anything that would be like a director or anything like that. But can they just whisper to Phil, hey, it's going to be Parker. Right. They, might have, they might have done yeah. Phil. I mean, Phil, Phil won't tell us, will he? We'll, we'll probably record with him tomorrow. We'll make him tell us. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Phil? Yeah, it's been a very long time, though, is this? Because it... At the end, at last week, Phil was saying, oh, the, yeah, the final stage interviews are going on. They're down in London, Marate's over, it's all face-to-face stuff. And so it felt like it was gearing up for, and uh, maybe even last Friday, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe they'll just announce this. Like, last thing on Friday, catches all out. Then it got to the, over the week, where it's like, probably not going to happen the weekend, but come Monday, this is going to be all lined up. Nope. And there we are, midday on Wednesday. Well, also within the... EFL rules and regulations. So you've got like, I think 14 days or whatever to um, to get your application and presumably they did it straight away. But the EFL have to give you a, a time frame within five days of receiving your uh, owners and directors test declarations. So they should have given the club a steer on when they expected this to be done by. And there was a bit of noise suggesting it might have been Monday, Tuesday, but we're now Wednesday lunchtime. And- I had a room when they said that they put their feet up on a table and said it'll get done when it gets done alright get out alright dickheads <laughs> but it's just a pain in the ass, and it's sorted out somewhere we're having some time off <laughs> there's no one available the person who does that's on holiday yeah. gone away. they've gone to Greece for presumably, three weeks presumably they give it to a firm of lawyers or something like that you'd think so, so give it to Levi solicitors they've given it done by now given some of the complete clowns they've allowed to run clubs at that level it makes you wonder what they do at all really mm. but um a number of people have sort of tweeted and asked what happens if you fail the owners and directors test. You Then I think you've got like 14 days to basically divest yourself of any interest in the club that makes you a relevant person. So if one person failed it, they could give their shares to someone else. Mm. That sort of thing. And then resubmit. But just just announce it, dickheads. I assume it's complicated by the fact that it's not just a person and it's an investment group and they've got to be careful there's not any uh, anyone lurking in the background funding it who's like, you know, on some sort of CIA list or whatever. Yeah. Well, the, the mad thing is, if I'm fairly sure, unless I've misread these rules, that so the, the changing the regulations that they had at the AGM said that a relevant a relevant person, like the ownership threshold at which you become a relevant person, is 25. percent Now, because each uh, investment fund owns more than 25, percent all the people are getting checked. Whereas I think if you, I'm fairly sure, if you just own some shares in the club itself and you were under the 25 percent threshold, you wouldn't need to be checked. Mm. So it's a bit all a bit silly. Yeah, I'm quite conflicted on it because I don't know whether I'm actually just enjoying a bit of peace and quiet from Leeds United. <laughs> it's kind of nice after the last few years. But you know it's there, don't but, you? Yeah, yet? but then there is part of me going, oh, I just want to know where the manager is. Mm. Come on. Yeah, I think not having a manager when pre-season starts next week, that is kind of worrying. Well, it's supposed to be starting on Sunday, isn't it? That's the 1st of July. Mm. There was talk of them going back in on Sunday, the first group of players. I mean, looking at the odds, it seems like it's probably Farker. But the fact that you can still bet on it suggests that the bookmakers don't know that it's a done deal because they wouldn't be offering that otherwise. Mm. Do we still kind of hope it is Farker? Yes. Are we, are we all there on that? Yeah. 
I've talked myself around again. It's mm. fine if the bet doesn't win. <laughs> it doesn't have to be well, Vieira. Just for the benefit of everybody who didn't see this, you bet on Vieira at 20, 20 to 1 right. a while back. I thought it was being clever. But um, yeah, Farker's the better option, isn't he? I think. Yeah. I think the, the fact that the, the discussion's all gone away suggests that they know exactly who they want and they're just waiting now for it, for the green light. I mean, it could be that we've done God's work here because it's normally the case that as soon as we record something, before it comes out, mm. there's an announcement. So we could mm. have been the catalyst for this getting done. So you can thank us, really, if. Uh, Hope so. If this so. gets gets finished. Or we're about to appoint 80 to 1 Pablo Hernandez. Interesting. Uh, Him and Nathan Jones, same odds. Nat Phillips. Should we have a quick Nat or about Nat? Hey. Because he's one of the first concrete names to have uh, to have been linked to Leeds. Phil ran this story. Liverpool centre-back. Um, somewhere up to 10 million. So I kind of heard the name and went, oh, I suppose makes a bit, probably makes sense the championship. Then I saw 10 million. I was like, <laughs> what? Up to 10 million, isn't it? Yeah. So, offer yeah. them less. Six to eight mm-hmm. seemed to be, I can't remember where I saw it, it might have been on Wacko, someone saying that they'd spoken to a, a Liverpool mate and Liverpool mate suggested six to eight would probably do it mm. with a bit of uh, some sprinklings on top. He's a weird player, isn't he? He's been around mm-hmm. for ages and hardly played any football. He's 26. He's played, <laughs> look, looked at his record, he's played, made quite a few sub-appearances, sub but if you do his, his total minutes divided by 90, he's played 60 games. By the age of 26. I feel like Liverpool was supposed to sell him about three years ago mm. and then that's when they weirdly needed him because everyone else got injured. It's like, oh, you can hang around for a bit then, I guess. Yeah, is, is he the guy that we bring in and then he gets injured for most of the season because he doesn't play football regularly? <laughs> oh, you just play him and you realise he's not that good. Yeah. It's the other thing that sometimes happens when someone's been at a big club. A bit of a um, Scott Wooten. Yeah, maybe, I'm, you know. I'm interested in this one. I think if we're going for the full rebuild, someone like this seems to tick a lot of boxes. I no, re- it does. I, I requested Grizzled Championship Bastards. He's a Grizzled Championship Bastard in my eyes. Well, he's not played much in the Championship. He's played... Maybe he not was in, He was in Bournemouth's team, wasn't he? He was on loan there in the, for the second half of the season when they got up under Scotty. He's, he's a good age though, isn't he? Like He's not a young kid who mm. doesn't have any experience, but likewise, he's not at the end of his career. I think we need some people in that age age range. Because it's like people talk about Liam, uh, Luke Halen and Liam Cooper, like they're about 40. <laughs> They're only 32, 33, are they? But then you think of what age they'd have been when Bielsa first came in. They'd have been like mm. that perfect 26, 27 age. I think that we need more players like that. Yeah, peak years. Mm. Peak years, yeah. Um, there's, there have been reports that Farker looked at him when he was at Norwich. He fancied um, recruiting him for that. So I did like that line in the story that it has nothing to do with the sporting director or managerial appointments. But by the way, Farker <laughs> did want him two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. So yeah, you having him? I suppose. Do you know who he goes out with? No. Liam Gallagher's daughter. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting because Liam, I forget how old Liam Gallagher actually is now. You're thinking, <laughs> but she's going to be like a child. Yeah. Oh exactly. no, she's, yeah. she's 30. Yeah, because obviously I'm, my head is still stuck in 1996. Yeah. So I'm thinking of Liam Gallagher at Nebworth, who was he about 19 at Nebworth or something <laughs> stupid like that, or about 21. Uh, how old is he? Yeah, Molly Gallagher, there she is. He in 1996 was can't do the maths <laughs> 20, 24 well, there you go just shy of 24 23 years old doing that in Nebworth wow how, how old is she now sorry oh, I don't know it was an old article I think <laughs> <laughs> she's about the same age she's a year younger than him I think it was uh, it's 25 I think she is right yeah wow time's just gone hasn't it <laughs> that can't be right cannot be right 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Who else do you want? Everyone. Some other players. I don't know who. Some midfielders, some left backs, mm. probably a striker. I don't know. Depends, well, depends who we sell. We're going to be claiming Adam Forshaw as a new signing out, I suppose, because mm. he's not had his contract renewed, but we have invited him back for training. Likewise, Joel Robles, he can be a new signing as well. Mm. Son is linked to, uh, seen as linked to Sam Field at QPR. I think he was either, like, one of their players of the season last, last year. Everybody I've seen is linked to, I've gone, that makes sense. <laughs> If you thought this last year though, Matt Rocker, oh, that kind of makes sense. Mm. Rasmus Christensen. But you're talking oh, nice. players here who have kind of done a full season in the in the championship last season and to a good level. Like he's he's been good, Sam Field. I watched I watched some YouTube footage of him. Where, where does he play? I don't know anything. He's about. basically central midfield. Don't okay. be fooled by YouTube. Left footed. No, it's actually it's it's quite basic the stuff that he shows him. It's just like long some nice long raking passes, but mainly just doing good stuff in midfield. Okay, I'll accept that. Just just buy some players. <laughs> To replace all the ones that are getting out loaned on, out. Yeah. They're all getting loaned out. What do you make of that? Because on the one hand, it feels like it's a prudent move by Leeds to ensure they're not saddled with huge wages in the event of relegation. Like, you can cover off a lot of these costs. But on the other hand, it does feel like it leaves us a little bit vulnerable to just being picked off. And particularly in the example of Robin Cock, who's effectively going to be going for free because he can get loaned out, cover his wages, and then he's gone in the summer next year. Yeah, and the players that you banked on selling for a rebuild... If like Brendan Aronson, he's just going out on loan because mm. he's been linked with Fulham, isn't he? And Everton, were they enemy for Everton seems to be linked with every one of our players, but I think it was Fulham was the strongest link for Aronson. And he, I kind of had penciled in that we maybe no one get our money back on him, but, but we might get like fifteen million for him because of his age and everything. And then we can buy some people with that. But if he's just out on loan and we're just saving his wages for a year, it doesn't really help us very much, does it? Lads, I've got some breaking news. Oh, um, guess who Fulham have as their new front of shirt sponsor? Spotop. Spotop. Just broken. Great bunch of lads or not really. We still don't know what they do, do we? Not Just entirely. White la- label gambling company. Isn't it? It's a murky business, isn't it? So they've taken our sponsor and they're taking our Brendan Aronson. Pr- we'll have somebody more wholesome as a sponsor. Now we're in the EFL. They took Dan James last year as well. Mm. Didn't even use him. I want us to have like bread as our sponsor. Got some bad news about Dan James. What's that? He, he didn't finish third in player of the year. He didn't. There was a score that had been mis- mis- misplaced no on way. the spreadsheet when he was fifth. Oh, okay. Are we going to? Are we going to? We need to touch on that, don't we? We said we would, and decide what we were going to do with it. 
we've, we've had some suggestions about stuff like that over on the members show, but we do need to, we'll collate the, the clips that have been sent and the suggestions that we've received and decide if we want to award it in line with the voting. So I, I don't want to just gerrymander it all. I hope Dan James didn't have any t-shirts made or anything. Which game was it that he missed? No, it was, was it someone else. It's just because the, the scores were always, always came in on one sheet, were averaged, put on and then, then saved on a different sheet. And someone, can't imagine who would have done it, Personally, did it every week. Yeah, it was normally me, but I think the week it went wrong, <laughs> someone else, probably Flora, yeah. did it. Blame Flora for that. Yeah, I think it was one of Pas- I think it was a Pascal Strauch score was put in the wrong place. Sorry, Dan, because that was the still, shirt. Still that was the, the shirt top- numbers, wasn't it? Twenty-one and twenty. Yeah, yeah still yeah. in the top five. It's not bad. Which isn't bad for someone who was loaned out. For I am, not being st- good I am still prepared to give it to him. Mm, we could. I, I, Click would be the the real obvious choice for me, but. Yeah, well, for getting out when the going was good. Uh, yeah, the loan's out, just returning back to that. Uh, yeah, as long as we don't loan everybody out, or that isn't in everybody's contract, then it's not too bad, is it? Mm. It's just the worry of them coming back at the end of the loan as well. You end up saddled with a load of players that you don't want. Like, coming back next summer in Roma, haven't activated an option on Christensen mm. or but something. But when we're a Premier League club again, it won't matter. And all with a year less on the contract, so all worth less than they mm. would be this summer, potentially, mm. as well. Yeah, but if you do, if you sell players at a loss when they've got a lot of outstanding payments, for example, like if we still owe twenty million on Aronson or whatever, if he comes back and we only owe fifteen million, but sell, sell him for fifteen million, you're five million pound better off from FFP perspective. So the worry is though is if he goes to Fulham and has a Dan James of a season and he's coming back and he's only worth ten million or something. Yeah, like that, and you lump, you lumbered with a player that and we likes. and we haven't gone up and then he's loaned out again the year after <laughs> and then his contract's over. And it's been a complete waste of time for Which everyone. Is, what we've just got to do is just got to get back up, as as Phil said um, the other week. Just win the fucker. Just win the fucker. Yeah. Get up. yeah. Which we're obviously do- setting ourselves up really well for yeah for doing that by, by uh, loaning out Tyler Adams and um, Aronson and everyone. I really hope we can keep some players. Yeah, we, I felt we need some. Yeah, even um, even so, Sonny Perkins being linked with a move, which seems yeah, which seems odd, mm. given he's been linked with a love move to the Championship. And if it is Farker, he likes a, a number ten, doesn't he? Player to play in behind the mm. uh, the striker tends to be like a four a four two three one that he um, that he opts for. Yeah, in terms of other moves, McCallman has gone to um, to Carlisle permanently. I'd forgotten he was still here. To be honest, poor thing. <laughs> I'll always have a soft spot for him because on my football manager save during lockdown, he was with Leeds all the way to the Champions League as like a backup midfielder, and then I think he he joined someone like. Napoli or someone weird which I quite liked as well him and Bogus good options in midfield yeah well I'm sure Carlisle's just as good as, <laughs> as Naples we, we've uh, we've got a cup tie at home Shrewsbury at home in the League Cup which is six weeks yesterday at the time of recording that's not long is it we can win that I think we probably can what league are they in um, lower do you know who plays for them Steve Morrison no does he manage them he's a Did manager he manage of like a non-league team now isn't he I think yeah, um, he was there for it. I think he did. It was his first managerial job. That I can't remember. Steve Morrison. Um, what, a former Leeds player? Mm-hmm. I hope who, he's still there. Who actually played for us? Yes. A, a whole season, more or less. Ooh. Um, only a low knee. He was only on low Cameron Bothwick-Jackson. No, but the right era. <laughs> the right season. <laughs> Go on. Matthew Pennington. Bloody hell. Premier League low knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other danger of the championship that you forget because you go, oh, you get some good Premier League low knees in and then you, they turn out to be not good enough for <laughs> for the championship either when you get them down there. 
But, oh, okay, well, it'll yeah. be nice to see a good, good test again. for our strikers, maybe. We'll be, we'll be bedding them all in and we'll do a nice win. It's we'll, going to be a lot of bedding in to do, isn't there? Yeah. Given about 10 players are leaving. Although, actually, I've um, turned up some research about, the, like, it's a company that's uh, it's like sports analytics. They do research. It's an American company. And actually, a lot of churn when you go into the championship is not a bad thing. It doesn't tend to hinder you as much as you might think. So, probably be fine. It's it's doing it quick and dirty. It's basically you've got to spend your way out and do it quick. I think um, sort of clearing the decks might be a good option. Because I remember when Bielsa first came in and we obviously played Stoke at the start of that. A colleague at my old job was a massive Stoke fan. And he was saying about their odds of being favourites and stuff. He was like, it's ridiculous. He was like, we got relegated because we're a terrible football team, <laughs> terrible players and that. You do sort of forget that you get relegated for a reason, don't you? Mm. The other side to that is like, how many other teams can you see going in there and spending up to £10 million, six, eight, ten, whatever it might be, on a centre-back yeah. and, and then going out and doing it again for another player and maybe another player. Because quite conceivably, with a bit of cash, even if we, if we spent £50 million in this summer window, what, 12 of it's payable up front? It's not a huge expenditure, is it? I suppose not. I mean, I suppose Stoke did buy a few players, though. They bought like Tom Ince, didn't they, which is just a, a very championshipy. Just gone to Watford. Just gone to Watford. He has. Seems like a very sensible move for him. I'm amazed he's not been there before. Mm. Who's the, man- who's the manager at Orford? This week? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, is it the guy you, you Spanish Barnsley? Paul Heckingbottom. No, no. Barnsley and West Brom. Uh, yes, uh, I know the guy you mean. Yeah. Him. He's <laughs> a very... His male, Valorant is male. That's him. He's a very Watford appointment because I think he averages like less than a year in every job already. Mm-hmm. Not Paul Ince, though. I was surprised to find it wasn't Paul Ince because um, that would have been a logical reason for the move. Uh, he was r- rumoured to be going to Sheffield Wednesday as well, but that doesn't seem to have happened. That'd be nice. <laughs> Keep forgetting we've got to play them this season. Um, have we got anything else to add then? Or is that pretty much wrap it up? I know, I know we're kind of, we're, we're feeding on scraps here, aren't we? And we've only, we're only doing this show just to basically make something happen. Adam Pope's tweeted. All right. The jigsaw pieces will surely fit together soon and in the right order. <laughs> just Pope. Not seeing any evidence of it like, but <laughs> surely they will, won't they? Of course they will. They will? Of course they will. Right, well, should we wrap it up there then and um, and come back? when something actually does happen. We've got Phil to speak to in the next 24, 48 hours. He'll know something. Well, he, he will know something. I think we should cable time to the chair until he tells us. Effectively holding Phil Hay hostage. <laughs> Hell of a way to kick off the new show with him. Um, yeah, so um, have a look at the member show as well, where we've done, we're doing a bit of a deep dive on the member show, aren't we? Where we've uh, spoken about defence and keepers. We have opted to rank them on a fairly unique scale. We did the Nando's chicken scale last year and mm-hmm. the Beaufort scale which you did Rob as well which was, the, which was the strength of wind but because this season's shit we've gone for something appropriate that's over on the member show so do check that out if you are a TSB Plus member in the meantime we'll, we'll wrap it up there and be back when we've got something to say please August then <laughs> we'll see you in a bit The Square Ball Podcast Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.